1: Here
0: we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it.
1: This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow.
0: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So, what?
1: Oh, come on. Monday morning episode. Um, I've still got COVID. Well I mean I don't know I Shit. don't know if I, I don't think I'm infectious anymore because today is my last day of isolation. Um I, I'm allowed, I'm 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 free, at liberty again from tomorrow, but I'm still feeling a bit Whoa. You can probably tell me voice isn't uh, isn't
0: backwards. Well it takes it it's out of pers- you, doesn't it? Fucking does.
1: Um and to cap it all, my sense of taste disappeared yesterday. Just out of the blue just before i was about to have a lovely chicken dinner so that oh. that was just a, a big plate of blandness yeah that. it's
0: quite interesting actually like what what is it what is food like when you've lost the sense of taste like no t- what's the experience of eating like, <laughs>
1: it's like nothing it's just like consuming yeah. substance <laughs> so you can
0: feel like lumps in th- your I mouth mean,
1: there's 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 kind of there's about 10% probably of taste still there I've, i can get oh. a little bit of flavour but all of the, the tastes that you would enjoy normally just disappeared. It's just, yeah, it's just like consuming matter.
0: <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Fucking hell.
1: It's no fun at all.
0: But I had... Um, like the random fixture-generating blob. Yeah. Same way as you feed it, him. You might as well feed whatever you're feeding him these well, days. Well, it probably
1: taste whatever that tastes of. I've never sliced a yeah. bit off and tried it, but I imagine yeah. that tastes a knout as well. But um, I, you keep getting... When, when you're isolating, you keep getting these regular calls. From government-appointed um, telesales operators, I don't know what. The, know. what they are. you still yeah.
0: got it. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Are you still in? Does stay stay put for now, then? Yeah. Where are you? Are you in? You better be. Yeah. We can yeah. see you. You know. You just sit. You just sit tight. We'll call back later.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got
0: a. I'd love to stop and chat, but I've got a million and one other cons to call.
1: I've had like about four of these in about ten days. And yeah, they are they're always the same. They're asking if you if you if you're all right, and you, you say, "I'm uh, oh, I'm feeling a bit better." They go, "Oh, good, 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 good." Yeah,
0: okay, turn <laughs> on. Right, see you then. Do you want to know it? A... No, 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 go, go, go. All the best. <laughs> Sounds like you're on the bed. That's the main thing. Good. Keep it yeah, up. Look after yourself. <laughs> Be lucky. But
1: uh, yeah, the, the one I had this morning. I mean, the cunt rang at eight fifteen originally when I was still asleep, and it woke me up, fuck and I thought, oh, "Fuck that! I'm not taking that call." and then he rang back about 10 o'clock um, and went through all the rigmarole of how you're doing and all this and you have to stay until tomorrow, you know that and then uh, he says so how are you feeling I says oh yeah I'm feeling better my cough's getting better and uh, but my sense of taste disappeared yesterday he went Rah, yeah and he says funnily that's one of the last things you get and that can stick around for weeks <laughs> I'm
0: like oh, oh thanks mate cheers <laughs> can so now. yeah so there
1: we are that's where I'm at,
0: mm. but Bloody I don't hell.
1: know. Life just feels like it's been on hold because I think, like I said last week, there was um, eight hours of snooker on eight EV four every single mm. day last week. So I've just been in um, a beautiful rut of the uh, reclining armchair and tea and snooker, and now I don't know what to do. I noticed I do. you
0: had a nice bit of cake at one point. Yeah, Victoria Victoria's somewhere on social media.
1: Bit of Vic- Victoria I mean, sponge from Sainsbury's.
0: That, 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 I mean, please tell me that was before your taste buds packed well, it in. Well, it was.
1: Yeah, the taste buds thing was just over 18 hours ago. I don't know what to do now. I'm drinking coffee as we speak. and
0: If I had something delicious, like, you know, top tier, elite tier, yeah. like Victoria's Sponge being a good example, yeah. and I'd lost, and it was in front of me, and I was feeling hungry in my stomach, but I knew that my <laughs> taste buds were dead. Yeah. I would be really torn as to whether to eat that piece of Victoria sponge because I'd be like,
1: You'd fucking hell, this will be a
0: waste. Yeah. But because I'm so greedy in my mind, I'd eat it anyway. Well, I'd like to think I would keep it or like even freeze the cunt and think, well, the taste buds are going to come back sooner or later. Well,
1: just uh, what, what I'd do instead, just get some flour and some sugar, a bit of water, mix it all up in a bowl and just fucking eat that.
0: Yeah, you might as well just have that. You might as well just have paste. Yeah. Between now and the taste buds coming back, it's going to be a lot cheaper for you to simply eat paste. Eat, eat paste.
1: <laughs> like I said, it's just substance They should, matter.
0: They should start selling paste in supermarkets <laughs> just for people who've got... Okay, a lot of people have COVID. They might as yeah. well just say COVID lost, paste. Lost your
1: taste? I have some paste.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Calorific paste <laughs> matter. <laughs> for the afflicted.
1: What's that stuff called that people consume? It's called huel or something like that, isn't it? That, that's just oh, like peels. Yeah, it? I'm
0: fascinated by huel. It's Made out. Of, I think it's made out of dried chickpeas or something. Is that
1: what it is? I've seen people sort of posting on social media about tasting it and eating it and, and being appalled mm-hmm. by it, but they feel compelled to do it because it's good for them. Fuck that! Just flour yeah, and sugar I and water. It's probably just bollocks have some of that anyway. Yeah, fill you right up.
0: Mm. I made. I tell you what I made yesterday, or I attempted to make a pho, which is a Vietnamese soup, right? Now, I don't know whether I fucked it up, whether it was a shit recipe, or whether it was a good recipe. That's how it's supposed to taste, and I just didn't like it. But one thing you would expect (laughs) from a big fucking noodle soup is for it to be spicy and flavoursome as hell, right? So, because my daughter, she loves all sort of Asian food, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I said, we'll go out. to so there's an Asian supermarket not far away. I've always wanted to have a little look around it. Yeah. See what treasures it holds. Ew, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You got any of them magical creatures out back? You know, like <laughs> in Gremlins. No, sorry, like, that's a dragon. bit racist, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, got a dragon? No, we don't serve dragons. No, I no, on, on. you know, have, under the on, counter. On. Here wink, wink. Yeah. Maybe this will change your mind. Here's 40 notes. Come on, let's go see the dragon. <laughs> 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 all right I tell you what I'll have half a dozen dragon eggs <laughs> and what we'll do we'll make Chinese omelette out of that <laughs> uh, try, try and lure the dragon anyway. information
1: out of them by buying the eggs ah, <laughs> yeah, so there is a dragon. how many
0: times i tell you, said there are no dragons here or indeed anywhere they're mythical creatures fucking <laughs> <Okay, Yeah. now. laughs> hell have you got? Are you got a kid who can see in the future that you keep in a box out back? Have <coughs> you got any of them furry cons that if I get water on them they turn into fucking nutters? Oh
1: god! Just that mute me microphone <laughs> uh, for a couple of seconds there while I coughed. That's off.
0: what I that's what I I hoped uh, would be going on in the Thai supermarket. Yeah. But in fact, it was just quite a lot of different types of noodle mm. and uh, green curry paste. <clears throat> Um, but I bought a lot of different stuff and I followed a recipe that I found and uh, it fucking took ages, right? Because you, mm. you get a big pan of water and then you chuck all sorts what of kind shit of in pans? it. Spices. What kind of pan did you use, Sam? Good question. It's the biggest <laughs> pan in the house, one that hardly ever gets used, one ah, that I probably in the past so lobbied to have thrown out. So
1: you had use for it another It might have pan. been our
0: pan chat last week that got me thinking about it. I thought, Ooh. is it uh, there's all these fucking pans. The biggest one, the one that takes up the most space is right at the back. Yeah. And that fucking takes up the space of three ordinary pans and we use it about once a year. But then it was in my head I thought, all right, we'll fucking use it. So I, w- I wanted to de- turn it into a day's project where me and my daughter, we went out to Thai supermarket. Yeah. We had a little look around, we bought stuff, we came back, we prepped it, cooked it, all the rest of it. And it did it, w- it did work out that way. But, Anyway, it's quite boring through this, but the ma- the main thing I was going to say, because we were talking about the, the nature of taste, mm. pencil that as um,
1: I'll put that down one as the potential episode, episode title. title. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just below dragon eggs, right?
1: Oh, God. And,
0: and so I'm going through it, right? But and it's what? got all these different spices, so it goes, right, chop up the... I've got uh-huh. a special kind of long radish. I can't remember what it's called, daikon or something, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah I chop that up. I chopped up all the other root vegetables, right, that they tell you to put in. I've got the old Chinese mushrooms that you have to dry. You have to rehydrate the cunts, right? Chuck that in. Fucking all sorts of different spices, some Mm. of which I'd never used before and bought specially. They go in the water. New spices. Million and one fucking things are going in there, right? Yeah. So much shit is unbelievable. And then at the end it goes, and... Just to finish it off on the list, it goes half a teaspoon of sugar. Go fine. Chuck half a teaspoon of sugar in. Then it says 25 <laughs> grams of salt. What? I went, right, get the salt. Hang on a minute. 25 fucking, fucking grams. Hell. Right. 25 fucking grams of salt. Now, as a uh, former cocaine addict I'm well <laughs> I've got a good fucking grip on how much that would look like yeah I straight away mean, I didn't say that to my daughter but I'm like she's like how much is 25 grand trust like, your old dad it's a fucking lot <laughs> right <laughs> it's more than that fucking bowls worth I tell you that much right and I'm like fucking hell 25 fucking grand. this must be a typo right must be a fucking typo but i read a couple of other recipes to cross-reference they all were there or thereabouts 20 plus grams of salt Jesus i was like this is fucking mad i've put in so many different spices and a lot of them right so i was thinking it can't need that much and you know as a as a man in his 40s you gotta fucking watch the old salt intake right yeah. and the blood pressure i thought i'm not putting 25 that's, that's grams ridiculous. of salt in this fucking, fucking suicide suit. So I put, like, a couple of couple of teaspoonfuls, which in itself is more than i put in most things. Yeah. yeah? Uh, but it was a large pan of water, so I thought, fair enough. It cooked for fucking ages. I garnished it with all sorts of different shit. Um, and then I served it up at the table, and it did look the business. It looked professional. Yeah. yeah? Uh, and I tasted it, right? Huh. And I can tell you, this fucking soup that had taken me a day to fucking make, right? All the time, it cost me about twenty quid going around the Thai supermarket 20 buying quid all the special soup. ingredients. Right? <laughs> twenty quid. I mean, quid there's some left for a starter. Well, no, but the thing is, you have to bear in mind that I bought loads of um, spices that I won't have to buy again. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it it adds spices that you use for this kind of cookery that I didn't have lying around the house. Yeah. So that's why it's a lot. But it's a lot of different shit. We fucking made it. I tasted it. It tasted of fucking nothing at all. Jesus. Nothing. So- and, like, my my daughter, who cooked it with me, and my wife, and even my son, who couldn't give a shit usually about calling out food, like, he's the sort of wanker who will just go, oh, that's disgusting, I hate it. Right? Even he was like, no, it's nice, Dad. Yeah. It didn't taste of anything. And then I realised it's because I felt I've had loads of fucking, like, Vietnamese soups, Thai soups, all this. they mm. always taste nicer than this. It's because I hadn't put in 25, that's almost a whole sugar bowl bowl of, of salt. Fuck me. Right? That's a whole sugar bowl of salt. I hadn't put the salt in, and that's why it tasted a fuck all. And that's the scam that is going on with all food, right? You go to a restaurant, if you ever read that Kitchen Confidential book, he tells you straight away, he goes, the secret of most cooking in professional kitchens is that they put in four times the butter and four times the salt than you'd ever dream of putting in at home. Really? Right. right. Take the salt out of the fucking equation, mate. Yeah. It was water with a load of boiled vegetables in and a load of fucking spices that had yeah. just dissolved.
1: I was going to say, the spices had just acted against each other and defeated yeah. each other's
0: abilities. They cancelled each other out, That's yeah. the
1: phrase I'm for, yeah. Cancelled each other out.
0: It was like, it was like Italy versus Brazil in the 19, in the 1994 World Cup final in LA. Exactly that. But it's Just spice two form. really good teams cancelled each other out. They had to go to penalties. <laughs> <laughs> this soup's going to fucking penalties. <laughs> it's like, it's such a scam. Mate. It's sort of like, yeah, yeah, stick this in, stick that in, stick this in, stick that in. And then the magic ingredient, a fucking a pint sugar of sugar. Of salt. A pint of, pint of salt. A, 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 a I An mean?
1: unbearably dangerous amount of salt.
0: Yeah, an amount of salt is, that right. could kill a fucking elephant.
1: Yeah. Well, welcome to my world, the world of no taste. Because that's that's the future, I reckon. If salt's yeah, going to well, get eradicated... It could
0: be healthy for you, although you'll miss out on the pleasures of food. Yeah. It means that you could just eat. Think of something really healthy that you don't like. Like, for instance, kale. No cunt likes kale. It's disgusting. Yeah. Right? But you could just be fucking blending up kale in a blender and drinking that and do. having that for breakfast, lunch, do. and dinner. You'd be fucking superhuman.
1: Yeah, I guess so. So, super feel then this week and for you
0: soup fail soup fill I haven't got much
1: else to report jalapeno here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but
0: annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering for the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month you can get up to four episodes a week nine months before the rest of the world gets them early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that'll get right on your tics
1: Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash filings. Jalapeño. Jalapeño.
0: Oh, I've got one good story that a mate told me. Uh, my mate went to see a mutual friend of ours who we were uh, an old schoolmate uh, last week. And he said, oh, yeah, I went, went to see Matt. I said, how's he getting on? He went, yeah, yeah. We went and played snooker at his local snooker club, right? And I said, oh, that's nice. And he said, yeah, he was he was boasting about how good it was because it was like three pound a pint and like, I don't know, a pound a frame or something if you went in happy hour. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. And he was really going on about it. And I said to him, yeah, it's great. You must be in here all the time. And he said, well, I used to be. He goes, in fact, what I used to do was every night after work when I got off the train, he goes, I'd come here on my way home um, and I would have like, three or four pints and a few games of snooker with whoever was about before yeah. getting home right and he goes why don't you do that anymore and he thought he was gonna say oh i couldn't sustain that amount i couldn't be drinking that amount i've had to cut down he goes well the wife's got one of those apps where she can see where i am all the time can't she <laughs> so he goes so what do you do now then he goes oh luckily there's a pub right next to the Sainsbury's, so i go to that one now instead <laughs> he goes that way if she fucking checks the app, I can say I'm doing a bit of last-minute shopping on the <laughs> way out.
1: <laughs> the fucking wife's got an app that tracks where I am all the time.
0: I know, Whoa. a husband app.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: And lucky for him, he's got a Sainsbury's pub. There might be listeners who recognise this, you know, uh, have you been tracked?
1: Yeah, and you been tracked what, right are your, now?
0: what are the elaborate sort of things you've done to almost, what would you call it, <laughs> hack Hack the tracking app. Hack the track app.
1: <laughs> this, is, this is not a good development for humanity. You know, as a, as a, let's call it, a radio phoning topic. Have you been tracked? Are you being tracked right now?
0: <laughs> you know, that wouldn't
1: have happened 10 years ago. This is not good. Well,
0: what, one, would, uh, one thing, uh, well, we started off with you talking about government officials calling you up on a regular yeah. basis to literally find out what you're fucking doing and where you are. And you're just going along with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can ignore it. You can easily ignore them. I don't think they Fuck come knocking off. on your door or anything.
0: Beep. But, um, no, well, I just answer I it. Never,
1: I, 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 I'm just fucking desperate for someone to talk to, so I, I I answer it, mate.
0: i tell you what, mate. This is a true thing. I don't know if it's true of you. I never answer the phone. I never answer the phone unless it's like, if it's my one of my kids, I'd answer, right? If it's my missus, I'd answer. Mm. But, to be honest, she doesn't fucking call me. So I mean, if she did call me, I'd be like, "Well, this is must be important." Yeah. And if it's you, yeah, because it's like we've got a scheduled call. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I'm like, I'll, I'll answer. But any other phone call, I just don't fucking answer. I can't be bothered. What's the po- what? What could come out of it? If someone's calling you and you, you, it's unexpected. Do you yeah. know what I mean? When I was younger, I used to answer every call. I used to be the sort of cunt. I must have driven my missus mad. That even if we were out having dinner at the pub when I was in my twenties. I would go, hold on a sec, someone's calling me. And I would answer it, Ooh. even if we're in the middle of something. I don't know why. It might, might, maybe it was the novelty of having a mobile phone in the early days. What? Or maybe, I think because I was always freelance, in my mind I always thought it could be work. Could I be can't work. miss yeah, the score yeah. in case what? it's work. It,
1: it, it's like when, when, we, when we first got email and you'd get an email and it would ping. You'd get a ping noise when you get an email. Ping. And you'd go, Ooh. oh, I've got an email. Oh, who's it from? Oh, who's is it on. from? Maybe
0: someone sent me a picture of our tits. <laughs> oh, no. It's <laughs> where, not, it's just from now, Amazon. You get
1: fucking email every seven minutes and it's fucking Adidas trying to t- sell you some fucking trainers or something. Fuck
0: that. Yeah, sometimes I do like a day or like an hour or so where I just unsubscribe from as many different yeah. fucking marketing yeah, that's, things that's as I can. Yeah, that's therapeutic. That's good. But you can never get on top of it, can you? No. No matter how many times you do it, you never get on top of it. But, no. yeah, I just don't answer the phone. I don't, you know, I suppose the other thing is you get jaded. It's like, actually, you you sort of opened my eyes to this idea, like, um, a few years ago when we first started doing this. When you said something like, yeah, there's no point checking messages because someone might want you to do something. <laughs> and I used to think of it the other way around. I used to think, great. Yeah. I'll check this message it might be someone some, someone wanting me to do something and, then, I get the and then like I had an epiphany when you said that because I thought yeah but doing something for people is a hassle <laughs> Yeah, not doing something's much better and it's sort of like it took me well into my 40s to realise that and that as a result nowadays no fucking phone no, answering from me Ig-ignor- fuck off
1: ignorance is bliss isn't it not knowing
0: yeah.
1: not knowing is better than knowing <laughs>
0: Um, well you've got a decision to make as well even if it is something quite good then you've got to sit there and think oh they want me to do it should I do it I don't know so on the one hand I might get paid for it but on the other hand I'll have to fucking do it
1: (laughs) exactly I've dug out a couple of more TV recommendations oh yeah Uh, I haven't even seen this one but it was on last night and I saw a couple of people tweeting about it and I read about it and I thought yes this is 100% for us and I don't even need to watch it first 90 minutes long documentary Mm. BBC4 Planet Ant life inside the colony.
0: Yes, there we go. I think we've done an ant thing before. We've seen an ant thing before. I'm sure. Brilliant
1: Attenborough ant thing on, which was an hour long. That's it. But this is 90 minutes, and this is.
0: (laughs) I remember because it started with him going, Look at these fucking ants.
1: (laughs) This one, (laughs) this one is uh, entomologist George McGavin and leaf cutter expert Professor Adam Hart and they capture every aspect of the life of the colony using time-lapse cameras, microscopes, microscopes, um, microphones, and radio tracking technology. So it's the life of an ant colony.
0: Do <laughs> the ants speak to each other, mate?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think we get subtitles of what they're saying. And this is in Trinidad. It's a, a million-strong colony of leafcutter ants in Trinidad. So that's on iPlayer, right? Right. And that is pre- co-presented, as I said, by Doctor George McGavin, who is fucking great. And if you go on the iPlayer, there's I a three-part series called Monkey Planet, presented by George McGavin, and they're all on iPlayer as well. Get them watched. I've seen them already. They're oh, these fantastic. are
0: BBC. Yeah, these are BBC. Yeah. Are. Oh wow. So there we I, go. I don't know about you, but sometimes nature documentaries, when they're made by Amer- ghastly Americans, it—I don't know—I feel let down. Because no. you want something of substance, you want something serious, Yeah. and you get it, and it's a bit too much like kitchen nightmares or something, you know, like the ones you get on Discovery sometimes. Yeah. A bit like, yeah, look at these
1: ants. Oh no, nothing like that. George McGavin's great. These George are McGavin's about came to get in.
0: really wild. Stay tuned because after the break, and then they show <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, coming. And up. you're just like, fuck off. This is <laughs> this is an ant documentary, right? Let's just let it let it fucking breathe a bit. And the Americans don't let it fucking breathe. But uh, for me, the BBC have made an ant documentary. You know it's going to be proper.
1: I don't watch any documentaries that are on commercial television live anymore. Because you no. know that at the beginning, they're going to give you like three minutes of what's going to happen. And then before each ad break, you're going to get coming up. And then yeah. and then you get that again after Fuck the ads. I just now. fast forward through all that and the thing only lasts 20 minutes
0: yeah i mean they just treat you with no fucking intellectual respect whatsoever all that yeah you got to tell people what's going to happen next because if not they'll get really bored and do something else i watched the one
1: that was on channel five um about dad's army at the weekend and i realized oh, that yeah. i've now seen everything i need to see about dad's army there was nothing in this one that was there's near nothing to that be I there's nothing near to blend it had our, had our mutual friend simon london Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that
0: because he took a picture of himself on the telly and then posted it, yeah
1: So that was nice, it's nice to see him
0: What did he have to say Uh, about it? Just some
1: stuff about Dad's army (laughs) They even did that dramatisation
0: which I quite enjoyed actually where John Sessions played um, Arthur Lowe Yeah And yeah, I mean, once you've seen that you know a huge amount Yeah. I mean, what else do you need to know? Well, They're all dead now That's one of the main things you need to know
1: Clive Dunn was really young but he played an old man Ian yeah. Lavender was really young, and he played a young man. Uh, James Beck <laughs> died of alcohol halfway through the series. That's about it, really. Yeah. But I was good. Yeah, George. Um, what's his name? George McGavin, uh, the 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 monkey and ant fella. Uh, he's great. He's a kind of an an older fella, uh, avuncular, uh, white beard, a bit like Jeremy Corbyn in appearance. But yeah, he's got right. a lovely nature about him, and. Um, Monkey Planet is a brilliant series and I imagine this Ant thing is just going to be fucking...
0: i watch them both with Len. He'll fucking oh, love yeah. those.
1: I was going to say it'll be... Ca- I'm
0: taking Len to his first night game tonight. I going to say <laughs> Well, hey! who knows afterwards? Especially if we bump into Jeff Hurst. What are you lads doing afterwards? <laughs> Go to a strip pub, are you? Yeah, of course you are, lads. <laughs> I'll see you there. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) That's a reference to a previous episode involving us going on a stag at West Ham and Jeff Hurst giving us stripper advice I've got the VIP section the um, yeah I thought because we haven't been in you know what it's coming up for two years yeah Um, and so this is our first game with new season tickets and in a new part of the stadium and I just thought, fuck it, it's a, you know, it's summer holidays, you won't get many other chances yeah, to come to an evening game. So we're going tonight, but I fully expect to have COVID by the time I get back because I haven't been uh, on a train uh, since well, since it all started, since February twenty twenty. Yeah. I haven't been on a train. I got on a bus once, just briefly, a few stops. Mm. But these train the train that I get to stand is one of those long tube trains with no dividing sections, so it's effectively one long carriage. Right, yeah. Right. Which I'm thinking is a great fucking spreading ground, isn't it? For for COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And so, and we're on it for like 45 minutes at least, both ways. And I know no cunt's going to be wearing a mask. We will be. But um, and then you get in a stadium as well. So I'm guessing my good wife's really nervous about it. And I thought about driving, but I thought, God Almighty, the risk to my sanity is worse than the risk to my fucking. Lungs and organs and taste buds. Post but yeah, by that, COVID. that's it.
1: You, you come to a point where you just think you just need to just fucking live your life, and you exactly. might get this. I mean, I've had it for a week, and it's going to pass. It's been I've had it really mild. You know, I've been really really lucky. The vaccine has fucking done its business. And yeah, and also you when you what,
0: when you get it, the key thing is when you get it to respect all the protocols, which you've done. Because yeah. if you're double jabbed and you're a healthy person then your main obligation is to make sure once you got it that you do everything you can not to spread it to yeah. people who might be more vulnerable. Yeah. So it's not about... you. I suppose you can't go around thinking, well, I'm just never going to get it. Yeah. You, you just more yeah. have to think, if I get it, I'm going to be fucking super careful about not giving yeah, it yeah. to anyone. I mean, the,
1: the thing was, I was fucking terrified of getting it first time round before the vaccine came along because yeah. I'm I'm an overweight man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was It's the kind of thing that could have fucked me up good and proper. And the vaccine's done its job and it's fucked me up a little bit and I'm going to be fine. So, you know, I've got no sense of taste. i am eating nothing but paste for the next couple of weeks till that comes back. But That's what I'm saying, mate.
0: You could lose weight. You could get healthy because you could just eat kale paste.
1: Yeah. I mean, just some weeds or whatever. Grass.
0: Yeah. Just eat that. Go and eat fucking dandelions in the garden. Go out of Oscar. Both (laughs) of you just fucking snuffling about in the weeds. With truffles. Yeah,
1: but yeah, you've got. There comes a time where you. Well, we have to just get on with life. We're gonna to have to live with this yeah. thing. It's not gonna go away.
0: Yeah, that's what I think. I sort of wrestled with it last night because I could tell my my missus was nervous about us getting the train and all the rest of it. And I just thought, fuck it, we're going. We've bought our tickets. We bought our season tickets now. We've got to go to these fucking games. And I'll be fucked if I'm driving. I mean, fucking West. I mean, you should see West Ham Stadium. I mean, it's been well documented how fucking silly it is, but yeah. you don't fucking know until you spent a day there how fucking silly it is, <laughs> right? It's like on a separate concrete <clears> island <throat> they've somehow built that's exactly 10, like exactly a 40 minute walk from anywhere else in, in, in like, <laughs> the whole of East London. Which is
1: incredible when you think about how packed London is.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. It's the most space you'll fucking get. It's, in, it's just awful. And park it. They close every fucking road for, like, miles around as well to discourage driving there. So, anyway, yeah, uh, fuck it. I'll just go. I'll get COVID. Let's just hope we beat Leicester. Because if I get COVID and we lose, I'll be double-gutting. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, I mean, I'll remind you of your prediction for it. You said 3-2 to West Ham. Uh, I yeah. said 1-1. One, one. Uh, you had a very good weekend, Sam. You got 1-2... Th- uh, Three correct scores out of the four games. No. He did. Brighton 2. Fucking hell. Brighton 2, Watford 0, Sunderland 1, EFC Wimbledon 0, Liverpool 2, Burnley 0. So you got 10 points in total. Um, that's incredible. I got six and results Spot got six, which is a bit worrying. So that's. So that, that
0: uh, would have otherwise been a decent week yeah. for you and results Spot six. Yeah. But that that must. I think that's something of a record, three it's correct scores. be for scores. an opening
1: day. Yeah, it's got to be.
0: Imagine if I'd had a fiver on that, Fucking on, a, on an ACCA.
1: Well, I mean, the West Ham. Imagine
0: if I was one of the ACCA lads. If
1: your West Ham comes in as well, you're looking at six points for that. If it finishes 3 2 yeah. tonight, so, you know, that could happen. Um, that's it for now because my voice is just fucked now. Um, we'll be back with Life Logistics tomorrow. So if you've got anything you want us to sort out, get it in quickly because we're we'll be recording that later this afternoon. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Too